Thank you for listening to Yes Another Podcast on the Real Fun DC app. And as always, you can email us at yesanotherpodcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on social media, on Twitter at yesanotherpod, and on IG, yesanotherpodcast. Episode 99. Almost there. Almost there to the milestone. We're going to have like fireworks. You know, I, you know, I tell you what, look here, between me and you, you know, I kind of like swipe some fireworks down the city of course you did and like you know so like for our 100 episode i plan on letting it all loose well it wouldn't be the first time we've heard fireworks this month uh, oh, look here man sheesh <laughs> yeah i swear i still hear fireworks uh at, you know on at least on the weekends i've been hearing fireworks still They've been oh yeah, days, yeah. But it's like july is just firework month basically so it's like a it's it's I tell you, if you're driving, I, I was sitting in my car one time, like I just said, loud, this loud banging, like man, like that was, like, you can like mess around and have like a medical like emergency because at the end of the day, they're explosives. And so, um, but yeah, Darius, what's going on, man? Not much, man. Welcome back. We missed you last week. Yeah, yeah, that was a good episode too. Well, thank you, thank you. Always uh, happy to have my guy Sam on. He uh, he he was more than happy to hold down the fort in your in your spot. He was like, "Say what? I get a chance to do what? <laughs> Where's Carlos?" Yeah, he was very very excited uh, to come on the show, and he did a good job. So appreciate him com- coming on and co-hosting with me last week. But you're back in the saddle, so let's get to it, man. Yes, yes. yes. Hey, what can I follow you at? I can be followed at the underscore game eight three six on Twitter, on Instagram, on Twitch, and on YouTube. So, and by the way, you can follow me at that brother Los on IG and Twitter. So while I was gone, right? Um, of course, you know, y'all talked last week about like the Cosby situation, but the irony of that was I was invited to a theater play up in Baltimore. My friend, who is also a listener of the podcast, a member of Yap Nation. Um, Thank you she- for listening. Um, Rachel, shout out to Rachel. She uh, she does theater acting, okay. And matter of fact, she used to work with the radio station a while back, like a long time ago. Like you know, I, when I started, I think I don't want to I don't want to get the story wrong, but I think I kind of put her on. I think I can't remember at, at this point. If, if I'm wrong, she will surely let me know. But so she started doing like acting, and so like I've been like going to see some of our shows in, in DC in Baltimore and what have you. But recently she was a part of a sh- uh, show called The Cosby Satire. And I thought it was like, huh, The Cosby Satire, like interesting. And so what, I didn't know how, what to expect from it. Hell, I didn't even know if I was gonna go. Matter of fact, I was gonna go regardless of, like, I mean, I'm still a fan of like, I haven't watched the show in like years, but I'm still a fan of the show overall. I'm not a fan of, some of the actors, um, I'm still, I'm very, very disappointed in my, my crush, Miss Felicia Rashad and her <laughs> ill-advised uh, tweet that, which was so bad that uh, the original Aunt Vilb had to <laughs> come for it and get her, get her together real quick. <laughs> but, so I wasn't too sure, but the Cosby, the Cosby satire was um, a two-part play series that basically was a mix it based off a couple of episodes, actual episodes, but without actually, for copyright reasons, you couldn't call like to the play, like you know, the characters by their real names or whatever. So, Where was example, it? so 
You said where was it? Yeah. Oh, it was in Baltimore. Oh, it was like my. East Baltimore. It wasn't too far from Morgan State. Uh, <laughs> I haven't been to the east side of Baltimore in a long time. And they, it looked a lot different from when I was up there in college. So, hell, Morgan State looks completely different. You know what that's called, right? Yeah, it begins with a G. Okay, gotcha. It begins with a G, you know. <laughs> I go up there, and the first episode, the first part was called Part One Pudding. And so it's like basically Pudding, who is Theo. So it's the son, okay? He mm-hmm. also like loses his virginity ahead of uh, his senior year of high school. And his mom and his sisters role play to teach him about consensual sex, which is very, very um, timely considering Cosby's situation, right? And so that that episode basically, obviously it wasn't a real episode from like the Cosby show, but it was an episode like, I think the same premise was like Theo wanted to be, live on, be on his own. And so the family taught him Look here, it's expensive to live on your own. So like he would go to different, he would go to different um they, I think his family played different characters. So like if you wanted to like get a sandwich, he had to like pay like five dollars for the sandwich or something like that. And I think his buddy Cockroach came in and like, you know, joined the fun. He's like, he'll have a blast. And the same thing happened with this um play where pudding uh friend who plays like you know cockroach, he was kind of like the bad boy talking. I mean, it was, the, the first the part one was very vulgar, not for kids at all. Good to know. A lot of uh, locker room talk. It was almost uncomfortable. Cause like, like, damn, you know, there was a lot of women in here. Like, I didn't. Like, I felt weird, you know, watching it. And like, I heard some of the women. <laughs> mm-hmm. That boy, that boy ain't no good. <laughs> <laughs> but and so, they, like, so basically, his cockroach. The kid who's playing cockroach is trying to influence pudding, aka Theo, why doesn't does you don't have to worry about consensual sex. But at the ultimately at the end of the play, um end of that act, it was um he was he was ready and he he understood the tools and what how you're supposed to treat a woman, you know. Mm-hmm. So it was it was really good. That first that first act was really good. The second act starred my friend, um, and it was virtue who basically Denise, she goes to college, right? And so it basically season one of the different world. And so basically Virtue, um, she finished her first year of, um, she, she finished her first year of um, college. I think it's the homecoming weekend. Her parents are gonna come up there, but like she wants to, she's thinking about dropping out of school and you don't really know why, you know? And she's like, her family come up to see her and all that stuff. And like, she's kind of like not feeling it. And like she having an issue with a boyfriend who is who looks like uh Kadeem Hardison <laughs> so I forget I forget what his name was I, I couldn't they ran out of programs and so I don't have like so unfortunately I don't have the program with me but like there was someone who played Kadeem matter of fact I think they called him what was it what was his name on the show Dwayne his name show his name was Dwayne on the show but they called him Kadeem in the play and by the way on a, on a, to backtrack they didn't call um them mr huxable or mrs huxable they said hey mr h hey miss miss h mm-hmm. that's how that's how they did it right okay so, and so for this it was like all right they called they called um oh, what's her name Dwayne. what's what's the girl um, jasmine guy's character's name i can't oh gosh i can't think of it but she but instead of calling but, but instead of calling her by the character they called her by jasmine which is the actress name and let me tell you that the girl who played jasmine sounded just like jasmine guy just like her 
I mean, she had the Southern Twain down pack. Actually, probably, you know, outside of my friend, like probably my favorite character. It, it was just, it was a really good, it was a really good. Um, Whitney is who you're talking about. Yes, yeah. Whitney, Whitney. We can edit this out if you want to. <laughs> uh, but she played, she, her, she, instead of being called um, Whitney, she was called Jasmine. And so at the end of the play, basically, uh, Virtue, who's supposed to be Denise's character, uh, finds out she's pregnant. And, mm. and Kadeem and her got to talk about it. And she wanted, she wanted to explore her options. And so, and she got to tell the parents. And in the midst of all this, there's a step show that got to take place. And so they had a whole step routine too. It was, yo, that was so much fun to watch. It was so much fun to watch. A step routine in this play? Yeah, because it was like, it was like, uh, you know, you seem to do, uh, not do the right thing. You seen school days, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was like, yeah, it was home. I mean, it's at an HPCU. So by, by the way, it wasn't called uh, Hillman College. It was called, uh, I think it was called Hillcrest. Okay. So they they were very clever about how they, you know, didn't use any likenesses. Yeah, from, yeah, yeah. From the actual shows. I, I believe, like that. I cool. believe they called it Hillcrest. And so it's funny because I was going to wear my Hillman shirt, but then at the same time, I didn't know how to feel about that. I was like, ah, oh, I would have been better. I felt more comfortable wearing it if Cosby wasn't out of jail and acting, you know, and then about to go like, you know, on a, on a comedy tour, which I don't know why he thinks he's going to, that's going to work. But wait, I, what? Yeah. Oh, you don't know about that? Apparently, no. He, apparently, he's trying to go on, go on tour. Oh no! I don't know. Man, if you don't sit your oh, look here, look here. I have see, this is my beef with some of these guys, right? If somehow you find your way out of jail, cause I had this issue with OJ too. You find yourself out of jail when OJ getting the first the first trial, right? Just sit your ass down and just shut up. Just be done. Don't be Don't go write no book. Why can't you just go disappear? Why don't, don't go write no book? If I did it, this is how I do. What the hell? What kind of dope? man? Yeah, ass belong in jail. And so Cosby, I don't know what the hell he's he's doing. Felicia Rashad, I don't know what she was thinking, being the dean, the dean for uh, uh, Cosby of Fine Arts at Howard, because now they're gonna try to get her out the paint real quick, you know. It's so it's a whole mess. So that being said, I didn't want to wear my uh, my Hillman shirt. You know, I got like a Hillman shirt. And mm-hmm. Hillman, uh, yep, I'll send you her, bro. Yeah, and so and those are some like some fresh gear. But uh, yeah, it was a good show. It was a really good show. I wish it was more than one weekend. I really did because I would have been like, "Yo, uh, come go check this bad boy out." I would definitely would have recommended. You know, mm-hmm. it, it was it was that good. I really had a good time, and I, I'm not really big on you know theaters and plays. I mean, I seen a few of my friends um, plays, and they've all been good. Uh, but this is the first one that was very much. It was like basically all it was an all black cast, uh, minus um, uh, one girl who you know basically played a. Uh, uh maria tomei that's the name marissa tomei marissa, marissa tomei from a um, different world yeah and so but it was a, it was just a good show a really good show and so um you know i'm really really proud of my friend and uh, hell she's you know i'm not gonna i'm not gonna gas her too much but you know <laughs> she i mean she really taking this acting thing you know full like you know by the horn because she's on like metro commercials hmm. And if you if you pay attention, if you watch TV, um, there's a commercial where she's like walking to uh, Gary Place Chinatown, the station, and you go through like the turn, like you know the um the turnstile and all that stuff. She's like you know got a, a I think a red dress on, 
and um, got her mask on. She got a beautiful, like her beautiful fro going, glowing. Um, she's really doing a lot of acting stuff right now locally. So I'm really proud of her. I'm really proud of her. So, but yeah, man, that was a good show. That was a really good show. I, I, I wish I could see that again. And very timely considering yeah. Cosby just getting out. I asked her about that too. I was like, how do y'all feel about, because enough time had gone by that you can kind of play it off. Like I think enough people be like, all right, cool. I'll watch this. Cause like the, the whole copy thing is kind of over now. Like at least two, three years have gone by already. But then he pops up like, I'm out. <laughs> like, uh-oh. Uh-oh. This is bad for business. You know, and I was like, I think they were, they were concerned about the, um, the turnout, but every, every show was sold out. Every show was sold out. So it was a very small little theater. Like, in, um, I think it's called Frankfurt, that part of Baltimore. I, I forget how big Baltimore city is. Expansive. I'm not, I'm not a big Baltimore guy. I don't really go up there for ba- much. Baltimore is, a, is, well, I mean, Baltimore is bigger than DC, but like Baltimore is, yeah. it's pretty big. It's, a, it's, it's, pre- it's pretty big, you know? So, yeah. But yeah, that was my, um, that was my, you know, that's why I did it on my hiatus. So, aside from watch your Hawks get you know eliminated from the playoffs, well, okay, you had to bring that up. You know? <laughs> what, what? Look here, look here, my brother. Look here. I, I know no one. They're gonna people gonna be talking about them next season. They're not gonna be talking about the Wizards next season, all right? even though y'all just got a coach, a new head coach, which is uh, what's Unsell Junior. We did. Yeah. Hyped up. Let's go. I'm happy for you and your accomplishments, I guess. But yeah, anyway, look here. I'll just say this, and um, I really it was a really fun ride with the Hawks. Uh, I always knew they were gonna beat those punks from New York and those Knicks fans. I always knew that. I there was never a doubt in my mind that we was we wasn't gonna beat New York. Um, and Philadelphia, I was like, I didn't think it was I didn't think we were gonna beat this Philadelphia, and the force of Game Seven and win in Philadelphia and for Game Seven that was that was great. That was great. So. Um, yeah, we know Drake is hurt on a free injury of on the, the damn ref, and that was that. That was the end of that. So you know that that's kind of how, how it goes. But it was a fun ride. It was really fun. I have no complaints. But Trey is my dude, as you know. Yeah, we just wanted to bring it full circle because we were teasing you last week that you weren't here because you were watching your Hawks. <laughs> <laughs> Partly it was, true. It was partly true. We know. Partly true. <laughs> <laughs> so we're recording this episode July 19th, 2021. Um, in the DMV, we are both, Darius and I, are, are or were affiliated with the Washington Nationals at one point. And of course, as everybody knows, there was chaos on Saturday. Because there was a shooting outside the stadium, but you couldn't tell the people that inside the stadium. Because as far as we knew, there was an active shooter inside of Nats Park. Yeah, it, it's it's a crazy situation. It's it's funny. I wasn't even well. I guess it's not funny, but I wasn't even aware of it until um, I got a text message from one of my coworkers. We were I'm in a group text chain. Um, one of our coworkers wife's uh, wife was at the game and we got got a text message from another coworker, and he asked in that group text chain he said is everything okay or what's going on um and i was like okay what's he referring to now 
this is because I wasn't watching the game at the time. Uh, I was, I don't know, I was doing other stuff. And so I'm like, okay, what's he talking about? So then I, I went to go pull up the game uh, via the means that I have to pull the game up since, you know, you can't watch the game on uh, uh, internet because the Nationals are the one team in the league that doesn't let you watch games on the internet, but whatever. <laughs> um, really? Really? It, that's a whole nother thing. We'll talk right, about we'll that another time. Yeah, another time. <laughs> we got more important things to talk about here. More important things to talk about. Um, but uh, so, yeah, I went to go turn the game on and it was in a longer than usual commercial break. Uh, and I was like, OK, this is kind of weird. And then I, 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 my initial thought was it was in a, a weather delay because I know weather was pending that night. Me and my friends were actually going to go to that game that night, but we decided not to go uh, one because one of the dudes had to work a little bit later than we thought too, because weather looked like it was going to be shaky anyway. So we figured the game's probably going to get canceled or postponed or delayed or something. So we didn't, we ended up not going. Then you start seeing your Twitter feed blow up a little bit and you're like, Whoa, wait a minute. What? And, and a lot of it was, we don't know what's going on, but there's a period, there's a peers, there's an active shooter. And then there's videos that are popping up all over the Twitter feed of people who are running and taking cover and, then there's players bringing people who are, you know, close to the dugouts down into the dugout and into the clubhouse. It, it had to be a chaotic scene to be there. Just the fear of not knowing what's actually happening, because as you, you know, anybody that listened to or heard the broadcast, the you can hear what I don't know. Now, you know, is gunshots. At the time, it probably didn't sound like gunshots to you. It just probably just sounded like typical stadium ambient noise. But, you know, listening back now, you can tell it's like those are very obvious gunshot sounds. So I can't even imagine being in the stadium on that side of the stadium, which uh, goes down South Capitol Street, that third base uh, kind of third base media, home plate area section, yeah go, that's how easy to get to the stadium yeah absolutely yeah down yeah. that side of yeah. uh, of the stadium anybody that's sitting on that side i mean it had to have been so much more apparent that it was gunshot sounds to them so i i yeah. can't even imagine the fear that was struck in those people just not knowing if that's in the stadium or if it's outside the stadium or if that's in the section right next to you or the section right below you you just the the fact that these people didn't know it's got to be terrifying and it's not and we're not just talking adults we're talking children and kids and 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 toddlers that were in the stadium uh witnesses of such a chaotic scene i just i just can't even imagine being there at that for that man it it had to be crazy but the full story of course ended up being that it was uh it was uh two cars that were basically having a slight shootout on South Capitol street, which is crazy to even say and think about, especially that close to the baseball stadium. Those yeah. that know the location of the baseball stadium and know, you know, across the street from the baseball stadium is probably not one of the greatest areas in the city. Uh, yeah. It's still a little hot. It's still a little hot. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's right next to, uh, I mean, and I'm saying it's, that, it's, right? it's a developing area, but it's, you know, there's still sections of that area that aren't. It, it gets, it get real. Great. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it turns out that yeah, it was uh, it was basically two sh- two shooter two cars shooting at each other, and uh, there was three people who ended up getting wounded from this. Uh, as far as I know, nobody's died or passed away from it. But uh, I, again, I I just can't imagine being in attendance that night and 
witnessing all the scrambling and the panic that was going on because you just don't know if if you don't know if the worst is happening and you know again not to make light of three people getting wounded from that slight car to car shootout but (laughs) the worst is obviously if it was some sort of mass some sort of mass gunfire inside the stadium and that's what some of those people probably thought which is uh which is sad to think about yeah, you know, um, I got pulled over in that on that block a while back. I was trying to make a turn because uh, over there on game day, this I mean, it's it's really tough. To, you know, the streets are really they got the restrictions that makes it really hard to park. Yeah. And so even on making like making a left hand turn on some of these streets, it's like on game days you can't do it. Yeah, and there's so, a lot of areas where they don't yeah. allow you to go certain ways because they want a certain flow of traffic to yeah. to kind of help ease traffic uh, potential traffic jams and things of that sort. So so I tried uh, making a left turn and I paused. It was like late night. I paused and I saw the police car just sitting there like chilling. I tried to make a left turn. Like oh, I can't make it. So I like I kind of made it. Uh, uh, I reverted back into my lane. Oh, I got their attention. <laughs> Next thing you know, at the light. They were sitting right behind me, and when the light turned green, I turned, took, made that left. Sirens came on. Like here we go. And I, normally, I don't say this, all right, but I knew why they stopped me. I knew exactly why. So when I rolled my windows down, you know, make sure they knew no one else in the car. My tent starts kind of dark, and I'm like, "Hey, how's it going?" I'm like, "Hey, I was like, do you know why we stop you?" Yes, actually, I do know. Cause you saw me trying to make that left hand turn, and I made a, I made an odd. I, I, I'd um, turn back into the lane, and that's why he stopped me. And they're like, "Damn!" <laughs> they didn't know what to say. They're like, "Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah." Who car is this? Because they were running my tags, right? I think that I think that night I was like using my mom's car or something. I can't remember. But I was like, so I was like, "Yeah," I told the person, who, like, I told the cop who the uh, car belonged to, and he's like, "Oh, okay, all right, yeah, 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 yeah. you know." Like they had nothing. They literally had nothing. Yeah. I already told. Them, I already told them. Well, I know why you stopped me. You know, we had to go through like the whole routine and all that stuff. And, you know, hey, man, you, you know, you're, hey, man, you're tense. You know, I know it's not just a car, but you're tense. You know, to just be careful out here. Like, yeah. All right. And he asked, he asked me some question, like, well, why didn't you just turn on some other street? I'm like, man, I'm not from here around here. <laughs> I said, I, like, I, I, I really was, but I was going to pick up somebody. I was going to pick up um, a friend. But, like, I was going to give him, I was going to give the whole spill, like, yeah, I know. I, used to, I work around the corner. They know. I don't know from around here, and I'm reading. I'm saying I was reading the sign, and that's what made me stop. I told him exactly what why why I made the move I made. So, but that being said, yeah, I know you know there's there's a you know there's a squad car on every corner in that particular area. Here's yeah, a question: typically, typically throughout the course of the game, for the most part. Yeah, yeah. even even out the game. But here's a question: here's my question to you. We both used to work the red little booth behind left field, you know, for like the street teams events and all that. Um, what would you have done if if we were there on Saturday? Because I, I think I posted this on Twitter and on my Facebook as to what I would have done. I'm curious to know what you would have done. Man, that's that's tough to... It's really even tough to process being in that situation. But like you said, I mean, or like I said earlier, the, the first thing that's going to cross your mind is is the worst. You're not going to... You're not going to investigate and figure out that it's outside of the stadium you hearing gunshots anywhere near the stadium the the first thing you're th- going to think is the worst 
And I think along with the many other people that were scrambling in a panic, I think I, I, I probably would have been one of those people too, where I'm trying to find my way to either some sort of cover, some sort of hiding spot. Uh, you know, lucky for us, if, if that was the situation, we would have had our booth that we could have got, you know, got inside and locked if, if that was the case. But um, yeah, man, it, it's hard. It's hard to, it's hard to even process that thought, honestly, but again i would like to believe that would be the first thing i would think is to go inside the booth lock it and and take cover that's basically what i i was telling um i said on facebook for the most part i was like and it was a saturday night too you know you can guarantee during the summertime i was guaranteed to be working at a a saturday night game at nats park oh yeah you would have been uh, uh, yeah, because because for those who don't know, Darius was like, you know, he used to schedule schedule us like our like the, the street team and like the promo promotional assistants. And uh, once once Darius had ascended from the the the, the slums of street team and to 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 the to the to uh, the next level of slums that which is like the coordinated position. But and I said that you know tongue in cheek. But yeah, we won't we won't talk about that rate of pay. But but uh. He was scheduling me on, like, on those on those uh, hot ass those hot ass um, summer days, summer night games, and like we had to be there, like at four, and to be because the gates open at around six, so you had to be like at four, you know, and the state our station right across the corner, like around across the street or whatever. So um, a lot of time you can mess around, be a little late, especially if you've done it a few times. You know how to, you know how the routine works. You know, just don't be too late. But I would like to think one. Uh, what inning was that, by the way? Do you know? was the it was the bottom of the sixth inning just okay. as just okay. as the uh the Padres are about to take the field on defense and okay the Nats were going to come up to bat okay because um also I didn't know the Padres were in town so that's what made it say, oh yeah I was Fernando Tatis so everybody's going to want to see Fernando Tatis right? oh yeah so, yeah it was huge huge series and so um you know for us for like you know a little inside baseball no pun intended because we're talking we're talking about radio here but how we used to do it was we will work. We'll start working and interacting with the crowd from the time the gates open to the third inning. But it didn't used to be like that till like you know some people messed it up for us and like we had to stay long. We had to work a little longer, and which you know we won't get into that. But it basically up to like the third inning. And then we could like you know pack up and like chill out and watch the game and you know, do whatever we want to do. And then like you know and wait for post the post game and what have you. But yeah, we'd be in the booth. So I thought the same thing. I would have been terrified. And I also would have walked into the booth and like lock it. But I'll, at the same time, look here, if, you, if you're telling me there's an active shooter in the stadium, there's only a few places, because I think that that near the behind home plate, I think that's closed off. It's like, I think there's a door that you got to go through before you can go around. I don't think you can just go all the way around. So mm-hmm. my, my, the thing I'll think is like, if there was an active shooter from the third base side who somehow got into the stadium, and walking through the concourse, they're going to come toward our direction. And if that was the case, um, a mix of chaos, we'll close the, the, I think we have like some blinders to close the windows, you know, to shut it, you know, to close. I, don't, I think we have some blinds. I yeah, think. it was something like something that. Something like that, you know, and like take cover. And I'm, to be honest, for me, if I saw people like seeking shelter, especially if there was an active shooter, I probably would have brought a few people inside. Probably a few. Not many, but only a few, you know. And it's to duck, turn the lights off and duck, you know, and it's hope for the best. At that point, 
security police should be, be taking care of this problem. It, you know, there, there's no reason that this should this this person should be on the premises roaming freely. So that's what I think I would have done. Yeah. Uh, but thankfully, my mom my mom called me. She like, cause like I told her like, well, you know, on Saturday nights I'll I'll be working that game a lot of times. She like I know. So she said she thought of me immediately because my goodness, Carlos would have been out working the game in in. <laughs> And she would have been terrified. I, you know, I'm so glad that that you know, it didn't, it didn't happen the way it could have happened. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's been a lot. It's a lot of violence in the city to begin with. It's, and it's bad because it made international news. Of course, right? Yeah. So, so think about it. So, so it makes international news now. Now, most likely, people, the president got to probably, you know, maybe chime in low key, and now and then, you know, Mayor. Um, Mario Bowser, who is the mayor of um, DC, she got laid a hammer, laid a fist down on the police commissioner. The police commissioner got laid a, the, the hammer down on their disciples to find these people. Because they got they got to show that they can they have the city under control. But it's been like a lot of deaths, a lot of gun violence, a lot of murders in um, this summer. And so you can't have the city looking like you know murder capital USA, you know, because like, I think at the moment Baltimore is leading that category also you know uh mm. and also you know, i don't keep it real before we wrap this segment up there's a lot of people who are who were chiming in who probably weren't born or raised in the city who are just who is making comments like i saw someone make a comment like i expect this from baltimore but not dc You're like Motherfucker. clearly clearly you'll know the landscape of the cities you know and that's kind of a very much like a, a one of those type of comments that you probably shouldn't even make that comment you know you don't know what you're talking about, you know, you know, and so, um, yeah, there's, there's few, there's, yeah, there's, there's a few, there's a few, you know, DC don't stop, don't end at Navy Yard, you know, there's a whole, there's a whole other part of DC that, you know, that people don't, certain people don't travel to, right, and so, like, don't make that comment, you know, and, and there's a lot of family, good, there's a lot of, you know, good people and families in these neighborhoods, you know, but they're surrounded by guns and and gangs. You know, and like look at the girl who got shot. Um, I think over the weekend on MLK and Malcolm X. It's a little girl who like got like you know got just killed, right? And these are places you know you know I'm familiar with and like you know you're familiar with and like it just it just it's upsetting. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, they have to. So yeah, those dudes could have been. <laughs> How stupid could you be? Because now you made international news, and so they're gonna get that ass. No, they gonna they gonna they gonna find them boys. So you know you can't run too far. And it's, it's crazy because it's like the second incident that happened near Nats Park. Remember that um that guy who got carjacked by those two girls, teenage girls. Yeah, yeah, that was and, that happened while I was working in the office a block away from there. Yeah. You know, it's, it's it's insanity. Scary. Do you see that? You ever see the video for that, for that craziness? Yeah, yeah, I saw the video from it. Um, that was, I mean, I even even that day, I remember like I have a from where I work in the building, I have a straight beeline like view of exactly where everything finished at, yeah. basically. Yeah. So, I mean, and you know, obviously, I wasn't paying attention enough to it seeing when it happened live. Yeah. When it happened live, but seeing all the commotion around it afterwards uh you know you see it right through the window of the studio that, that i'm in it's uh yeah it's it's a lot bizarre it's, times bizarre yeah, times for yeah. sure 
Yeah, you know, it's one of it's one of the rare times that you know we, you know, it's 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 very interesting because we're you know where we work at, you know, and not so much where we live, but what we work at, you know, and how we affiliate with these these franchises. So I don't know, you know, we'll see how it plays out. I don't think that was deter people from going to the city. I mean, going to the games, but you know, so you never know. No. You gonna watch the Olympics? Uh, yeah, I get. I get pretty psyched for for certain Olympic events. I think swimming's cool. I, I'm into. Uh, I mean, they now have extreme sports in the Olympics, such as like skateboarding and and BMX. So I'm into that stuff. Of course, I'm into Team USA basketball. Uh, and there will be other like little random events that I'll find myself uh, watching, sprinting, things of that sort. So yeah, I'm into it. As long as it's going to go down as planned, of course. <laughs> That's the key. Cause I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I tell you what, I was I was very much. Um, I always watch the summer games. I don't ever watch the winter games. I have I've never really cared for the, the basketball aspect of it. I'm only there for one thing and one thing only: track and field. Because hmm. I ran track, track and field guy. Okay, I, I ran track in high school, uh, even before high school. Like even when I was younger, like I think the '96 Olympics is like I think it was Michael Johnson. Uh, he was like one of the, the fastest man alive at the time. Uh, and I always at least know about Flojo. And so I was always like very much intrigued by like track and field, like hurdles and the I love the um the um like the relays, all the relays, the hurdles, and I did all those events like in high school. So track and field is where I I go to for when it comes to the Olympics. That's my that's the that's the event that I'll be watching. You know, everything else, yeah, no, nah, I'm cool. Um but yeah, I don't know. Because between um, Sakari Richardson, what's her name? Sakari Richardson? Sakara? Yeah, Sh- yeah, Shakari Richardson. That's her name. Thank you, Darius. Thank you, Darius. My, 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 <laughs> my co-pilot just looking at me like, uh, who are you talking about? <laughs> no, my, my fault. I was on mute and I couldn't figure out how to unmute. <laughs> <laughs> She's not gonna be in that joint after like all the the, the the promos and her like you know she's running pointy at the the her time because like, she she made it to the qualifying and like you know she's looking very strong and all and then her team failed her because you know she was smoking you know smoking some weed we're not gonna get too big into that you know but I still eh, I understand why she was smoking because she had just lost you know her, her biological mom mm-hmm. her, team, her team should have been on her like hey look here there's bigger things on the line here you know and so that's a big disappointment because they can't market her now and i don't know any other track and field star outside of uh allison felix but she had the tail end of her career and she already got all her gold but you know but this um this girl she was supposed to be like you know must see tv and that's not gonna happen uh and uh, well also everybody seems to be having covid it's like tokyo is having a really bad like that it's like a third wave of um COVID outbreaks. Uh, Coco Golf stepped down from um, playing the uh, the Olympics because she has COVID now. And so it's like, you know, it, I don't know. I, I'm not because I'm not watching Team USA basketball. I have no desire to watch those guys whatsoever. You know. Um, now why is that? Could have did, <laughs> did my boy dirty. dirty. <laughs> Look, I don't know why Lord Pierce is on that team. He hasn't done squad. He has done anything. The team he had, 
almost didn't make the playoffs. They had to let his foolishness go for them to get like two he's, games in the finals. He's just an assistant, though. And where he where he belongs, where he belongs. Yeah, you know, he, he, well, no, he's a well, he's a head coach now for the Pacers, but still. Uh, but though I have no no interest, I never really had interest in like in like the basketball aspect of um, of the Olympics. I mean, technically, if we you know keeping it real, it should be in the Winter Games because that's where it belongs. But the NBA will never allow that. You know, they will never allow the NBA to, NBA to take a break because of the Olympics. Right. I believe yeah. the NHL is doing that for the Winter Olympics. I read somewhere that NHL is actually going to take a break. I think that was just announced today or yesterday, actually. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, today. Mm-hmm. yeah. I got the hot scoop, buddy. <laughs> you know, so, um, so just like just like when uh, in soccer when they do international breaks, like, there's nothing wrong with doing an international break. It's the Olympics. You can take a break. Mm-hmm. It's fine. It's perfectly fine. But no basketball is considered. You know, they just do it in the summer because I don't know watch or why. But you know, I, you know, I think it's I think it's cool. It's better in one. It's more appropriate because it's in season. And so, but I guess I guess if your team. I guess they don't want anyone getting hurt. Well, I don't know. It's the same thing happened in soccer. Like, all right, you go to international break and you know your star player gets hurt for the national team and now he's out for a while for the club team. So I mean it can go both ways. You know, NBA is not any more special than like any other these other leagues. So you know, yeah. No. That's, that's my point. So but no, nah, I don't I have no uh desire of watching that. Um maybe maybe I watch a little soccer, maybe, but you know, eh. I don't know. I just, I, I feel like the standard person is just excited for anything that says team, whatever country you want to, you know, you represent. Yeah. And I, I don't, I don't, even if it is a random sport or uh, athletic discipline that you don't really care about, you do care about the, the people that are representing your, your country's flag yeah. at the end of the day. I'll tell you this much. Um, the, the best part of it, I will watch the opening ceremony because to watch my mom, you know, face light up when Liberia was introduced on live television. And I still have the video somewhere where she's dancing in the house and, like, you know, and, you know, enchanting like Liberia's name. And, you know, that brought, they, you know, that damn near brought a tear to my eye, you know, because the country, the country that she, you know, uh, she was born and raised in, you know, had to suffer a, a horrible civil war and they, they're still trying to like recoup from that. So to see the country uh, represented, and I think they're going to be doing track and field, you know, you know, it, it's, it's a very proud moment. I, I remember some of the commentary when he would introduce some of these countries, especially countries you don't really, not really familiar with, is a little questionable. I remember some years back, there was a country, I think it was like an African country, small little country that I never heard of, but they were like, this is the poorest country in the world. Why would you say that? You think the people who the people who live in this country, and I don't, I don't remember the country's name. I don't. I'm sorry. But imagine you see a country on TV. You're happy. You're very happy and proud to see your country on TV. And the commentator, the American commentary says, this is the poorest country in the world. How do you think that's going to make you feel? Yeah, that's, a little, that's a little insensitive on whatever commentating cruise part that was. Bob Costas. Oh boy! Come on, Bob. Costas. I, I believe I'm pretty sure that was, I'm pretty sure that was Bob Costas who said it. And Come I, and on, I, man! And I, and, I, and I rock with Bob Costas, but I'm pretty sure he was the one who made that statement. I'm pretty sure. Um, yeah, that 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 rubbed me the wrong way. Kind of like why why would you do that? And it looks bad too, because also you know 
so the, the African country, that's where you're going you're gonna to make that comment for that country. So um, <laughs> I hope it's not Barkhouse. I hope, not, I hope it is Barkhouse. <laughs> next thing you know, I made that, I made that firm statement. Next thing you know, I'm going to get like a tweet from Bob Costa. like, look here. <laughs> Come see me, buddy. You know, Bob Costa's not a big guy at all. He's a very small guy, but he's a legend. So you got respect legends. Yeah, well, I don't know. I just like like we said. I I just hope the Olympics actually happens at this point because yeah, yeah. It, it, yeah, whatever mess they have going on over there in Tokyo with COVID spreading, it's not like it's the only place where COVID is re reemerging. I mean, COVID's even reemerging here, yeah. uh, the uh, in the on the state side as well as very many other countries. But I mean, we we we've already seen the impact on some of our teams with COVID. Like you said, Coco Golf. Uh, I mean, our own DC's own Bradley Bill is off yeah, of Team yeah. USA basketball because of it. Uh, yeah. I believe I believe Jeremy Grant is Jeremy Grant and Zach Levine are currently in protocols, yeah, yeah. which might delay them traveling to Japan. Uh, and and I'm sure they're not the only ones affected a- across the various different disciplines that <laughs> that COVID COVID is, is is a son of a bitch. And COVID, I hope I hope it doesn't bring this olympics tumbling down i think of covid like i think of um the shredder remember in timmy and the turtles of course 90 1990 version the best version the only version i you know i will ever acknowledge um shredder dies in the end of that movie of course <laughs> and then he re-emerges bigger and stronger after like, <laughs> having the ooze that's how i feel covid is right now like i feel like covid is trying to emerge as a super this super villain in this got even stronger and it's like um i don't want us to go back to where we started i really don't especially so close to i mean i I mean basically the world like the world has been back open for a couple months now yeah uh and you know here we are we're getting close to getting back on track with with football being in its proper time of year and You know, in October, basketball will be back in its proper time of year, we assume. And uh, this is just coming from us as sports fans. You know, the, the selfish side of us, we want to get back in the stadiums and be able to enjoy these sports again. Because a year without being able to go to these sports was, it sucked. It was and, weird. Yeah. It was really weird. You know? And and, I, and if, if I remember correctly, I believe this Olympics so far is slated to take place without fans. Yep. Which that's going to, how bizarre is that? How you have an opening ceremony? And they're not gonna, they're gonna, no one gonna be in the fans. No one gonna be in the stands to like feed the wave that. You know, I really wanted, you know, I wonder if gonna, I still want to go to their, uh, you know, Olympic Village where all the athletes hang out. But see, I think so. COVID is not the only thing I have to worry about if you if you're in the Olympic Village. But um, yeah, apparently, past- apparently Japan thinks Olympic Village is a is a is where you get your your freaky time on. Yeah, yeah apparently so. <laughs> At least that's what I think. <laughs> oh boy. But this is episode 99. We have one more episode before the season five um, wraps up. Episode 100. Um, we appreciate all the support through this season. Um, and we got, you know, a couple of big guests for episode 100. Ooh. So, you know, make sure to follow us on Twitter. And then social media, and you know, you'll know when we're recording it. You'll know because I'll let you know. You know, me or Darius will let you know. 
And um, we got y'all. If you want, if you want to email us, you can email us at yes another podcast at gmail.com you can follow us on social media on twitter yes another pod and on ig yes another podcast follow us on twitter we you know we slowly but surely we're, we're getting some we're getting some followers mm, building up a little clientele we, we're getting there you know on, you know on instagram we just like we got we're not solid but we we are we are very comfortable at the fault of our following for the moment at the moment um twitter we need a little bit more a little bit more work um, I got a beef with Instagram real quick before yeah. we before we close this out. I didn't even realize that they limited how many hashtags you could put on something. Really? I, I want to say it was 30 hashtags, which is I mean, don't get me wrong. 30 hashtags is a lot. But a lot. what if what if I want to do 32? Are you kidding me? I was and this just comes from experience of posting our last episode. I, I was the one that posted thanks to you finally giving me the password to the account but <laughs> the the yeah i went to put you know several hashtags you know trying to get our clicks up and and get some people to see it and you know a promote page or two to to to, to find us and yeah I, I i had like three or four more hashtags i wanted to do and it was like nope you can only do 30 hashtags get it together instagram that's all i got that's all i got oh man where, where do you follow that drops mike <laughs> Uh, you can follow me at the underscore game eight three six on Instagram, on Twitter, on YouTube, and on Twitch. And make sure to download the Real Fun DC app, where you can find all our episodes. And we do have a new time. You notice, Darius? We have a new time on on the on Real Fun DC app. Yeah, I knew this. He did not notice. <laughs> We're on around six. You know, so you can find us throughout the day. As a matter of fact, I will even tweet it out tomorrow so you can know all our new times. So we're not just on at eight. So we're on like throughout the day, Monday through Friday. So yeah, we'll definitely tweet that out on IG and um, on Twitter. I make, definitely make, knew that. And make sure, make sure to leave us some reviews. Come on, come on. You want us to come back with season six, right? Leave us some reviews. Let me know. What, let us know what you want to see, what you want us to talk about in the next season you know who wanted to bring on if you're an artist come by we may play your music or we may not i don't know it depends on the copy we got we got to go through the you know we got to go talk to the you know the big boss mcfly that was the time Tom mcfly and kelly collins who um, kelly was at the game by the way she was, at the, she was at the game that night if you want to know her point of view from her point of view of the game, make sure you hop on the Real Fun DC app where uh, there's a whole segment about what happened from her point of view. She was actually at the game, unlike us. Right. So, definitely. So for me and Darius, until next time, we out.